Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Daily Devotion, episode 65, Exodus chapter 18. Welcome to Daily Devotion. I'm your host, Cynthia Martin. Our goal each broadcast is to read the Word of God, comment, and pray the application of those truths to our lives in 15 minutes or less. All right, let's get started. We're reading out of the Bible in Basic English Edition. Now, news came to Jethro, the priest of Midian, Moses' father-in-law, of all God had done for Moses and for the people of Israel and how the Lord had taken Israel out of Egypt. And Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, took Zipporah, Moses' wife, after he had sent her away, and her two sons, one of them was Gershom. For he said, I have been living in a strange land. And the name of the other was Eleazar. For he said, the God of my father was my help and kept me safe from the sword of Pharaoh. And Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, came with his sons and his wife to where Moses had put up his tent in the wasteland by the mountain of God. And he said to Moses, I, your father-in-law, have come to you with your wife and your two sons. And Moses went out to his father-in-law and went down on his face before him and gave him a kiss. And they said to one another, Are you well? And they came into the tent. And Moses gave his father-in-law an account of all the Lord had done to Pharaoh and to the Egyptians because of Israel and of all the troubles which had come on them by way and how the Lord had given them salvation. And Jethro was glad because the Lord had been good to Israel, freeing them from the power of the Egyptians. And Jethro said, praise be to the Lord who has taken you out of the hand of Pharaoh and out of the hand of the Egyptians, freeing the people from the yoke of the Egyptians. Now I am certain that the Lord is greater than all gods, for he has overcome them in their pride. Then Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, made a burnt offering to God, and Aaron came and the chiefs of Israel, and had a meal with Moses' father-in-law before God. Now on the day after, Moses took his seat to give decisions for the people, and the people were waiting for Moses from morning till evening. And Moses' father-in-law saw all he was doing, and he said, What is this you are doing for the people? Why are they seated here? Why are you seated here by yourself with all the people waiting before you from morning till evening? And Moses said to his father-in-law, because the people come to me to get directions from God. And if they have any questions between them, they come to me and I am their judge. I judge between man and his neighbor and I give them the orders and the laws of God. And Moses' father-in-law said to him, what you are doing is not good. Your strength and that of the people will be completely used up. This work is more than you are able to do by yourself. Give ear now to my suggestion and may God be with you. You are to be the people's representative before God, taking their causes to them. teaching them his rules and his laws and guiding them in the way that they have to go and making clear to them the work they have to do. But for the rest, take from among the people 
able men such as have the fear of God, true men hating prophets, wrongly made, and put such men over them to be captains of thousands, and of hundreds, and of fifties, and of tens. And let them be judges in the causes of the people at all times. And let them put before you all important questions. But in small things, let them give decisions themselves. In this way, it will be less hard for you, and they will take the weight off you. If you do this and God gives approval, then you will be able to go on without weariness and all the people will go to their tents in peace. So Moses took note of the words of his father-in-law and did as he said. And he made the selection of able men out of Israel and made them heads over the people, captains of thousands and captains of hundreds and of fifties and of tens. And they were judges in the causes of the people at all times and the hard questions they put before Moses. But on every small point, they gave decisions themselves. And Moses let his father-in-law go away and he went back to his land. Well, this morning I have been looking at this and I really honestly have been thinking about uh, modern day ministry. So many and so much of the time, men uh, or women, men or women of God, either, either and both, try to do the work of the ministry themselves. And my um, opinion is, is that ministry was never created as a one-man show or a one-woman show. Ministry means service. And we do the body of Christ a disservice when we try to do it all ourselves. First of all, because we limit what can be done when it's only one person doing it. And so we limit the work that God can do because we're trying to do it all ourselves. And I know that he picked out men, um, godly men, and if we don't have godly men or godly women, then we create godly men or godly women to help us in the ministry. Um, Moses' father-in-law had come, and I love that he says that God is greater than all other gods, small g, because he overcame them in their pride. You know, pride will surely bring you down. It'll surely bring the idols of others down. It'll bring down, um, God says that he resists the proud. And as Moses is discussing uh, his situation with his, his father-in-law, you know, I think it's really important that we heed the counsel of our elders. We heed those who come from outside because they come in and they look at things and they see things differently than what we would see. They see things because they're not in the midst. So it's really important, I think, that we take... Um, we take what others see and, and we begin to, you know, pray about that and um, think about that and, and really weigh if that's what God's saying. Because sometimes when you're in the midst, you know, the this, this saying, um, I can't see the forest for the trees. And, and that's truly what happens sometimes. We get so caught up in what, um, where, where we're at, what's going on, that we don't know what, we, we can't see what God's doing or what he wants to do because we're so caught up in where we are. And in verse first. Verse 15, um, Moses' father-in-law said to Moses, because the people, um, or he's talking about the people came to him for directions, so he thought he had to do it. But I love that Moses' father now says, give ear now to my suggestion. He doesn't say you got, you have to do it this way. You know, he came with the right attitude. But you, he says, may God be with you. You are to be the people's representative before God, taking their cases to him. You know, and so much we, the man and women of God get so 
caught up in the day-to-day -day running of ministry, the day-to-day -day things that they don't have time to go before God the way they should. And so I want to encourage you out there that if you're in a ministry, if you're in your household, whatever you're doing, that we should be listening to the suggestions of others. If they're God-fearing, honoring uh, men and women of God, and that if you are in ministry, that you find or develop those to come alongside you so that you don't get caught up in the day-to-day -day and that you can be devoted, devoted to going before the Lord for the people. And so let me pray for you today. Lord, I thank you that you give us your word. Lord, I ask that you'd show us individually, those of us who... Um, are your servants, Father, if there are places in which we are allowing the work of the ministry or the work of life to become so much that we don't have the time to come before you. We don't take our causes before you to get the answers, Lord, because the needs are so many. The things on our to-do list are so long. So, Father, I ask that you would give us wisdom, that you would send others into our lives that will give us wisdom on how to organize our life or how to rearrange things, what things to throw out, which things to keep to make life simple so that we have the time to spend on our faces before you, God, seeking your word, your pleasure, your habitation, Father, your presence in our lives, your wisdom, your direction, your counsel. Father, I pray for those of us who attend uh, local assemblies, Lord, local bodies in which we worship together. Father, we pray for the men and women of God who, who um, are in charge of those ministries. Lord, we pray that you would help them to see that they can't do it on their own. God, I think a lot of them know that, but Lord, I ask that you'd send them able-bodied men and women to come alongside them to help them do the things that you would have for them to do. Father, we do bless you and we thank you, Lord, that you speak to us and that you give us counsel when we need it and that you send. And so, Lord, we open our lives up and we ask for the counsel of the Lord to be sent, that, Father, we would be open to what you would say to us. If, if we're not hearing it from you, God, we know that's the best. We would get it from you, Lord. But secondly, that we would... Um, if not, we're, we can't hear from you for whatever reason, we're not getting it, that w you would send someone and that we would hear them, that we would be open enough to hear what you would, the counsel that you would send to us. In Jesus' name, Lord, I ask that to be so. Father, we love you and we bless you and I bless those who are listening today that you would encounter them in a great way today, Father, that you would draw close to them and show yourself to them. And show them the way in which they should go. In Jesus' name, amen, I pray. Well, thank you for listening today. I'm Cynthia Martin, and you can find more about me and what I do at realliferevised.com. Also, I'll be starting a new study here tomorrow. It's called All the Red Words Adventure. I'll be going through all the red words in the New Testament. Those will be all the words that Jesus spoke. That would be in all four Gospels and the first part of the book of Acts. So that's um, exciting. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that because sometimes we get so cluttered up with so many other things. And I just want to hear what Jesus has to say here for the next little while. So I'd love to have you join me. That would be at realliferevised.com forward slash red dash words. Realliferevised.com forward slash red dash words. So I appreciate that. If you'd love to 
you know, if you'd like to go over there, I'd love to have you uh, sign up for that study. It's a free study. So next time here on Daily Devotion, we're going to be discussing Exodus chapter 19. So until then, may you be filled to overflowing with his presence, his peace, his protection, and his purposes. I just pray that he would give you the wisdom that you need and guide you on the way that you should go. And I want to um, just bless you and say, be in health, be in strength, and be in more in love with Jesus today than you were yesterday. See you next time on Daily Devotion. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.